Welcome in, everybody, to the Creed of Crypto podcast, where we provide immersive, essential, and evergreen strategies for the novice cryptocurrency investor. How you doing? I am one half of your host, Broke Boy Crypto. I have here with me, as always, my friend and colleague and crypto partner in arms, Crypto Ewok. We are going to get into a lot tonight. And as you can see by the thumbnail, although if you are just listening on the back end on the podcast, you can't see it. Uh, but yeah, on the stream, you can see we are talking a lot of DeFi and specifically Hex tonight because just everybody seemingly wants to get in on Hex suddenly. So we have a lot to get to tonight. The markets are in a little bit of a pullback, but still looking good overall. BTC up over 24K. Ewok, how are you feeling tonight? I'm feeling good. Feeling good. It's hump day, man. Gotta love the hump day. Hump day is uh creative crypto podcast day. So yeah, yeah. I've uh yeah, I am uh I'm a fan. Um yeah, Wednesday's always kind of the get things done day. That's uh it's one of my because you know, you're you're a couple of days into the week at that point. You don't gotta worry about a bunch of stupid stuff you needed to get out of the way, and now you can, you know, stream like you really want to do and that's uh, right focus on crypto stuff so um yeah so just to reset where we are right now um bitcoin is just over 24k we're at 24.152 as i look right now eth is up to about 1639 bitcoin traded under 24k for most of the day uh kind of consolidating here between like 23 and a half to almost 25 over the last week or so. Uh, ETH has been over 1,700. It's been down to 1,600 again, kind of just hanging out here. It likes that 1,600 area. And HEX, of course, has been pumping over the last few weeks. At the moment, it is at 6.3 cents. Had crossed over seven, I think, by a touch earlier this week. And just kind of doing a normal retracement back down. But either way, 2023, so far, better by far than 2022 in the crypto space. So that is a good thing. If you are watching us live right now on either the Broke Boy Crypto channel or the Crypto Ewok channel, hit the like. We very much appreciate it. Sub to the channel if you like the content. Brazology, what is going on? And first off, we are going to get into what Ewok has up right now. We've got the, is that the Hex chart or the BTC chart? This I, is I Hex. Okay. Well, yep. let's before we do hex, I just want to look at BTC real quick and yeah, then I want sure. to do basically hex for the remainder of the program. So pull that one up. Here we go. Um, yeah, so BTC has been pretty much well over 24k for for most of the week and that big barrier that we've been talking about Ewok has been um mid 25s that that's really the big point that you and many others and you're right because we, we see what the action there blasting through that 25k to 26k mark is really going to be i think like the catalyst for like okay any doubters that the bear market is over and that the lows are in um you know are pretty much crushed at that point we've been super super close but have not quite gotten there uh luckily we have a week without any super major fed stuff to necessarily talk about so what are you kind of seeing here ewok um we'll just do our typical weekend week out conversation uh have you recanted that the lows could be in are you looking a different direction what do you think and um we'll take a look here at the btc chart yeah i still haven't changed my um opinion too much at this level that i drew you know several weeks ago um 25 200 has been holding i think we've got one two three touches on it so you know when you hit a, a triple support line like that and bounce off each time 
Um, you're either <laughs> increasing your odds of busting through or it's become pretty solid and, and you see that that people are giving up here, it looks like, um, for now anyway. So th this has definitely turned pretty bearish. You know, we've got three days in a row of red candles. So, uh, well, we just started our third day, I should say. So two days of pretty solid red candles anyway. Um, and, and just not much volume happening. So I, I think, you know, it may test back to this level. You know, once it gets down to this 22.6, 22.7 area, you know, if it if it bounces off of that, then, you know, we could find ourselves in a nice little channel here. Um, but I, I, I could I could see this, um, you know, being a super important area. So we'll see what happens when it gets there. I think it will. Uh, I don't think there's anything bullish happening with Bitcoin at the moment. Um, and then if it falls through there, you know, we go to the next level. It just keeps picking levels. Uh, if it does happen to fall through this 20,700 area here, um, it could free fall a bit. So, no, I haven't changed my course. I'm still not sold that the um, bear market is over. You know, take a look here at the, um, the S&P, and it's looking so hot either. You know, there's a it's looking worse, actually. Yeah. And, you know, traditionally we've seen the Bitcoin markets, you know, follow suit a little bit, at least anyway. So we'll see. We'll see how this plays out. I I, I still see another dip down. I'm just not not completely sold that it's over yet. Uh, yeah, that's the, the point that we've kind of disagreed on, I think, for about a month or so. I, I do definitely think the lows are in, um, you know, I, and I, yeah, I agree with you. I, I could see, I think that mid 22K area is definitely an area where it could go back down to. Um, and uh, yeah, just stay right in that channel you're talking about, like 22K to 25K until it blasts through that 25 and a half. Welcome in, Tommy. Um, but yeah, so I, I've obviously been more bullish than you, but like something that you said is you don't you don't see anything bullish happening for Bitcoin. What do you mean by that? Are you talking about like just what you're looking at on the chart or what, or what do you mean by that? Yeah, I mean, you know, people stop talking about all the Gox coins and all the Ross Albrecht coins. And um, the, the, I don't know, there's still about 400,000 coins out there that could possibly get dumped and nobody's brought it up for quite some time <laughs> i don't know that doesn't make why. you look at it the opposite way though because that well, to me i'm like because i don't care at all about mount gox we have no idea when any of this is going to happen i think it's just going to be one of those things that you know yeah one day it'll happen and we didn't even know it happened and whatever spread well, over a period of time we'll, you know? we'll see you know i know the the main couple like the higher holders that are getting some of the majority have deferred their um their claim anyway out a ways so they probably won't do anything, but but who's to say that some of these other folks that have been waiting what eight nine years now um, aren't just fed up with it <laughs> and they mm -hmm. want it early and they want you know they're they're not going to get the full amount back. I don't think you know they're they're only getting a percentage of of the Bitcoin back that they lost. However, the dollar value is um, much better. So. In turn, it'll probably still be at a profit for them. So I, I just, I, I think, you know, we haven't pivoted yet. It, it, so we haven't had it, you know, we haven't had our market pivot. 
there's a lot of things that I just I, I'm not ready to I'm not ready to to wave that flag and and go full on on bull market yet. I definitely agree with you more so on the the Fed pivot thing. Um, I think that is like the Mount Gox thing. I just I can't. It's person to person, I guess. But to me personally, I can't really see that being an issue I'm going to care about anytime soon. I mean, maybe if it was still like emotionally, like here's the thing. And I agree with you, Ewok. Like, yeah, that uh, as a mathematic equation, the people that got Mount Gox coins way back in the day at some point are going to sell some or all of them or an amount back, you know, that, that, sure. that is something that exists, but there's also way more people that are deciding that they want to invest in crypto right now. And the market has gone up because of it, you know, and it certainly outweighs the amount of people that have Mount Gox and the value of those coins. But I do agree with you on the fed thing. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, we, we saw in a little bit of a different environment. We don't know. Um, I saw something today from the FOMC minutes. I'm, I honestly don't even know what that is, but basically a meeting today where there were some officials. I saw multiple tweets about it. So I've corroborated this between two Twitter accounts, um, but that there were uh, some people within the Fed that uh, I, I don't know. I mean, take this for what you will, but for the majority, it said all of them were really wanting to do the 25 point rate hike that they did last time. Almost unanimous. There was a couple of people that thought 50 could have been a possibility. I, so I don't really know what that means, but I think overall it was basically just, yeah, we were pretty strongly rooted in a 25 point rate hike. There wasn't like a lot of decision-making. So we talked about it last time, one month from now, not even with February being the weird 28 day month, um, uh, March the 22nd, we do have the next fed meeting. So we didn't really speculate a ton as to where we thought they would go then. I know for the most part, people kind of pegged that a couple of months ago as the meeting in which the pivot would happen. Um, I think there's a chance that could be on the table. But I mean, if what you mean by a pivot is that they literally just stop with the rate hikes. I'm not quite confident enough in that nope. yet. Um, Me neither. Yeah. I, I don't think now's the time, especially when, you know, the, the numbers that came out, we didn't hit where they wanted to be. So the CPI. Yeah, the CPI numbers weren't where where they wanted to be. So I I see another another rate hike. You know, once that stops, it, you know, it's been documented before that it's several months until you see a bullish activity in the markets too. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we might have another couple months of that, then the pivot, and then a couple months. I'm you know this like I said, you know, the weird double top. Uh, that we had the first top in in April, I believe it was, uh, of 65k, and then back in November when we went to to 69k, um, you know, there's a lot of time in there that that caused the market to kind of do weird things. So I, I still think we could see something like that on the on the back end um, to finish out the bear market and and turn us around and get into the bull. I hope it's not that long. I hope it's not delayed. Um, by what is that six, five months, um, you know, six months difference from, from top to top, (laughs) you know, until we see bottom to bottom, but you got to look at the, the, the world too, you know, we're pretty close to going to to war with, uh, you know, if we, we keep putting our nose where it doesn't belong, this could get ugly. Um, 
I, you don't want to get demonetized. You, you don't want to get us demonetized here now. Make sure you have the right opinion about well, these matters. Well, I, I just have, I don't really have an opinion. I'm just being overly just um, cautious of, of what's happening in the world. And I don't know how it's going to affect the markets that we're in. You know, I with the risky asset that crypto is, you know, is that going to be the first place that people go um, to put their money? I'm thinking more and more people might, um, but time time will tell. Time will tell. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of things going on in the world, but um, I, I love the illogical idea um, as a person who's very logic that, um, you know, if the people are deciding to buy regardless of certain factors, then I got to trust where the market's going. So sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And I definitely think there could be more downside. I mean, I, I do think we are in the quote unquote bull market now. Some people like laugh at that or don't understand that statement i think all that literally means is that i'm not saying that we are in a bullish environment necessarily i'm just saying that i don't believe we've we bottomed into the you think yeah that's all you I'm think saying. the yeah. bottom has happened and right you know it could chop around for months that doesn't mean you know all green candles upwards no i get right what i get what you're saying and you yeah. know the bottom may have been i i think we go back and test it though i i, I really do i think we at least get back to that 15 whatever that bottom was area and tested. And that'll tell us whether it's in or not only because we did that with the top. And I definitely think it would have to be if that did happen. And I think you've said this too, that it would have to be a pretty violent move. I mean, I don't, I don't otherwise, I mean, like you just kind of alluded to, I mean, we would be looking at another like three to six month long thing, which I just don't believe. I, I just don't think we can have that much more time going in that kind of direction. So to me, it would have to be almost like a semi retouch of that or maybe getting to 17k again, even kind of quickly, comparatively anyway, right. not, right. you know, FTX style. So. Well, most of the big market moves that happen um, within crypto happen over the short period of time within a week mm -hmm. or so. Um, you know, they make massive moves all at once. You know, but you, you blink and you missed it kind of thing. And that's how it usually happens when, when you, you know, look at the markets and things are going up like crazy. Those all happen within several days of each other. Um, you know, there's always a good lead up to it, but the massive moves happen rather quickly. Yeah, you're definitely right about that. Um, going off of that, and I want to say this, um, I sent this to you the other day, and I wanted to just bring it up because it is right in line with what we're talking about. But Will Clemente, who's, you know, pretty popular, like literally, literally like 19 or 20 year old kid, man, I guess, uh, that um, does a lot of on chain analysis and stuff like that for what it's worth, um, was tweeting the other day. And I, I sent this to you and you, you had said that you thought it was bearish. I, I like this idea. Um, and it's cool to see. And I just put the link, I think, yeah, in the chat if anybody wants to check it out. He is a pretty good follow um, just for kind of general Bitcoin stuff, I think. But um, he said that Bitcoin's daily correlation to the S&P flipping negative for the first time since the FTX collapse. Flipping negative as in like not correlated, not like it's going negative or something like that uh, which okay well i, I misunderstood I, I it know, then i didn't know if you did yeah that's what i figured happened but yeah I, I thought that was kind of interesting that it that it's decoupling now from i mean that honestly that's all i i want to happen you know and I'm, sure. also uh, another caveat that doesn't also mean like bullish immediately but yeah like uh, how sick are we of covering like the Fed stuff on this show and just covering like any move that the legacy markets make, Bitcoin makes, 
you know, soon after or right before or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it would be very nice to see it doing its own thing now for a while, which I think we're getting the first hints of it. Again, not necessarily meaning bullish, but maybe not like dumping as hard as the S&P, like you just had the chart up a minute ago, Ewok. Right. Well, the good thing is, I mean, there's a there's a pretty good website out there. I, I forget what it's called, but it has a lot to do with how correlated things are to each other. Nice little chart. You know, it shows how much correlation Bitcoin has to Ethereum and then how much um, how much it has to the U.S. dollar. And um, and Hex is ranked on there as well. And I don't remember. I wish I could remember where that was. But um, as far as Hex it has been somewhat decorrelated uh, for quite some time, it, it, it moves on its yeah. own. Now, you know, all the markets kind of move together. Um, however, Hex does its own thing quite often, and you can see that by the chart. Very much so, yeah. And, um, you know, we we were wrong the first time, but we multiple times thought the Hex bottom was in at least once before that it was. And then, I mean, right now, I mean, if you don't think the Hex bottom is in, then I don't know. I guess you didn't get a chance to buy under two cents or you're just salty or something. I don't know. But uh, um, yeah, it's kind of preceded the rest of the market. So that that is definitely cool. And the same thing back on the other end. Remember, Hex obviously topped out in September mm-hmm. of 2021, two months yep. before Bitcoin did. So. Yep. Yeah. So good stuff. I mean, I am happy to see if crypto does start to decorrelate a bit from the legacy markets. Um, Before we get deep into a lot of DeFi and hex stuff that we want to cover tonight, I wanted to just ask you this, and this may be nothing. I I don't know what it is. Um, I I assume it's going to be something that isn't that important to people like us, but that Coinbase thing earlier today, Coinbase tweeting out as Brian Armstrong and and I guess his advertising team love to do. Um, if you remember back to the Super Bowl ad a couple uh, year ago, um, basically just tweeted out like a blue dot on a screen um, today and got a lot of attention and then just had the date 2-23-23 on it, meaning tomorrow. Um, any idea what this is? Uh, the comments were pretty sporadic. Nobody really having any idea. Most people, of course, like I said, you speculating, is there some kind of Coinbase token coming? But they're already in the stock market. There's obviously already coin uh, stock. So Yeah, yeah they're a pr- yeah. Uh, publicly held company. Um, I don't know if they would release a coin. I haven't heard any rumors. And like I said, I read through those comments and it was, it was hard to tell if people had an idea or if they were just shilling something else <laughs> because I don't think it, they had it, any idea <laughs> i don't yeah. think so either um you know coinbase is one of those ones where uh it's really hard to tell i remember when they used to open up with new coins uh crazy things would happen usually the insiders at you know there's a lot of coinbase employees so they all know something and they usually front run the hell out of whatever it is i don't know if you remember when bitcoin cash released on coinbase it it went to crazy numbers three thousand something each um and then had an immediate dump because all the people that had bought in early cashed out um the insiders knew what was going on um, i haven't seen any crazy market moves that would you know give us any kind of idea so i i have right. i have nothing i have no idea what it is um, all we can kind of do is speculate at this point. You know, I did. Speaking of that, I did actually see very shortly after 
the announcement, like optimism pumped really, really hard and then retraced a little bit. Um, I saw a chain link did a little bit tonight and also they, they retweeted it acting as if they had an idea of what was going on. And also, um, I saw now this could just be people trying to, um, you know, coattail ride or something like that, like you just said. Um, but I see like injective protocol under there acting like they have an idea what's going on. So I don't know, maybe those are both protocols that have some focus on like interoperability and uh, things like that. So I don't know. I'm trying to look through to see if I can see anything else from like a credible account, but I'm not seeing any. So I don't know, maybe some kind of weird data thing um, that they've yeah. got going on with another chain. I'm not really sure what it is. So um, if anybody has any thoughts, uh, let us know. Um, oh, and then Gate Safe Moon they they retweeted it too. So no, nah, well there you go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever you can glean from that, guys. Um, stay away from Safe Moon. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, did they really retweet it? Did they really retweet it though? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. Well, forget everything I just ago. said. Then. Forget everything <laughs> I just said. Maybe somebody retweeting it really means nothing at all. So yeah. we. We'll see what the announcement is. I, I don't really have any idea, but uh, it should be interesting. Um, we'll I, speaking of Coinbase, you want to answer Pip's question here in the chat? Um, and this is going to lead us into a lot of our Hex talk tonight. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a thing that's been talked about with Hex um, from the beginning of time. He says, do you guys think Coinbase will list Hex and uh, then they stake it themselves? I, I'm assuming what you mean is stake it <laughs> through the centralized exchange or somehow stake it through Coinbase. No, I don't think there'll be any way that that would happen. That would defeat the purpose of Hex and, and you know, Richard Hart and not like that, but Hex users would have nothing to do with that. I, you don't want to stake anything, obviously, on a centralized exchange. No. But but it, I didn't see that part of the question at first. But in terms of Hex eventually being listed on something other than decentralized exchanges and being bought on Uniswap and stuff like that, I know that it apparently has gotten some listings on some little ones that I, I've never heard of or whatever. But what do you think um, of it being on some of these big-time exchanges? Because as we're going to get to throughout the majority of this episode – um, there is a mass hexodus of people from centralized finance kind of to hex and DeFi a little bit, I think, which yeah. we're going to talk about tonight. Um, so what do you think? I mean, what, what do you think about the prospects of hex being on a Kraken, a Coinbase, whatever? I think it'll happen eventually. Uh, the walls are starting to slowly come down. Um, I, I really think it could take another cycle. I, I think, you know, people are just... I think they're just waiting for it to fall. And, you know, if, if well, not if, when we make it two cycles, I, I just really think that at that point they have to list it. Um, you know, I'm starting to see influencers say good things um, or even at least be neutral to, to it, um, not say bad things anymore. Uh, so it, it's slowly happening. And so the, the big thing with, with Hex and with all these exchanges, usually when a coin gets listed on an exchange, um, the owners of the coin will give them coins to list as liquidity. Um, mm -hmm. There'll be a liquidity provider. Um, so they list the, the, you know, the token themselves. In this case, though, that didn't happen. Um, Richard really wanted nothing to do with the, the larger exchanges. Um, and for many reasons, he didn't want to play that game. So 
you know, we do just fine as a, a true DeFi token. I would almost rather see it traded exclusively on DeFi. Right. However, you want it to be easily onboarded. You're going to have to go to one of these um, exchanges that sell it and then move your coins right off into your wallet. I, you know, I, I think it, I think it will eventually happen. I think we'll get listed um, on some bigger ones. I know there was one, was it okay? Okay. X maybe um, that are going to list pulse chain when it goes live, as soon as it goes live. Um, I, I think that was the one that was discussed. Um, and he says there's a BTC hex. Yeah. Bitmart has it listed. Um, there's not a whole lot of volume on there that you don't really get the best price. So, you know, right. obviously moving Bitcoin is a little bit slower as well. So just be careful there. You're going to probably get a much better rate on, um, on Uniswap uh v2 or v3 anyway uh but yeah i mean i think it'll eventually happen like i said the gates are starting to slowly come down you've got a a few influencers you know ivan on tech um as you can tell by our thumbnail you know all these guys now that are talking about it ivan on tech um you had that um um the other guy moon carl rands on there and well uh, moon carl actually sacrificed for pulse chain so once once these guys get their sacrifice in pulse um you know they'll start talking about it because they want to pump their own bags i think that's why they haven't said anything so far um but it, once that happens you know they're they'll talk about it because they're invested we know they invested um you know, BitBoy invest or BitBoy sacrificed, Moon Carl sacrificed. Uh, you had that, what was his name? Mason for, for he, um, Pip just said this. He, I, I don't know, I'm trying to remember who this channel is. I'm sure I've seen it, but he said Crypto Mason just today. Um, I'm not familiar I don't know with what he's Crypto saying. Mason. Okay. I think I know, I think I've heard of that channel, <clears throat> but anyway. Um, but that, yeah. The the other the Mason kid, um, he was one of the. If you look look back on the uh, hex rewind from twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one, I forget which one, but he was one of the guys that said hex is flat out a scam. Like he he completely just annihilated. Dug his heels it. in, yeah. yeah. Um, and now just the other day he came out and tweeted, "I'm I'm now neutral on hex." He didn't say. Oh he was, yeah. I saw that. That was the guy. So he he did a video and everything like that, you know. And I think what we as a community have to be understanding of these people that are going to change their minds and and welcome them welcome them in. You know, dude has like one hundred fifty thousand followers, so it, we don't want to alienate them at all. So I, I mean, you know, Wendy O said something yesterday about how passionate mm -hmm. the the community was. Um, and, you know, one of Ivan's comments the other day as well was, you know, he's so impressed by the hexagons and how they can um, rally in a such a short period of time and just show up and just annihilate a tweet. Um, you know, he, he was quite impressed by, by the community. So, you know, we need to take these things and, and take advantage of them and embrace them into our community and let them keep talking about it. It's going to get more eyes. Um, on, on what we're doing it's going to bring eyes to pulse chain uh, we just we can't alienate people and said no screw you you said it was a scam um, and i'm never going to forgive you kind of thing i don't i don't 
I don't think that's the way that, that we want to, you know, you alienate them, you just lose all those followers that could have been eyes on it uh, for somebody finally saying nice things. So I totally agree with you. I could not agree more. Yeah. That's that scarcity mentality that we've talked about on this show before um, that is really lived. Um, I want to be careful here. It, it's very, um, there's somebody within Hex that lives that every single day and it sucks that they're like that. But yeah, that has that scarcity mentality. Um, and yeah, you have to not worry about who the people are, what they've said about it before, what else they might like to invest in because it's their own damn life. And, you know, if they're open to Hex, don't you want them buying something that you're also involved in? You know, I mean, I agree that Hex is... I mean, I would probably call it the best protocol there is. I know most people watching this are probably hexagons anyway. I would say, well, yes, of course I believe that. I mean, yeah, I, I think that too. But um, I wonder what that is. And, and thank you for the transition, Pip, to really get us into this topic by asking your question. Because this, this judging obviously by the thumbnail, was one of the main things we wanted to talk about tonight. But I want to ask you, Ewok, like, <clears throat> other than just, um, I don't know if it was just Richard Hart. I don't know if it was like the uh, the advertising of 38% APY. I don't know what it is, but for some of these people that are coming around a couple of years in, I don't know if it was the fact that it's like a, a smaller DeFi product, or is it the fact that a lot of Hex, I, I, I hate like the term influencer, I guess that's what it is, but like a lot of Hex streamers, people that talk a lot about Hex, you know, it, the reason it gets called a cult, which... I don't even think it's necessarily a negative connotation. I'll get to what yeah. I mean by that in a minute. But, um, the, you know, they're they're totally decked out in hex. I know you wear like a sweatshirt or whatever from time to time. But, I mean, if you've seen like crypto coffee sets or um, uh, Randy Halarski or, you know, some of yeah. these people, it, like, it's like, I mean, it looks like a cult. Like, literally, they have a room in their house with like hex stuff in the back and they're wearing hex stuff every day. And, and it's crazy. And, yeah, the normal person would <laughs> look at that maybe without knowing much about it at first and be like, what in the hell is this? You know? Yeah. And I think that's what happens. Yeah. I mean, I'm serious. I'm not criticizing it. Right. I I'm just saying that like, you know, think back to, you know, you're not a good example of this. Neither am I, but think back to like, before you even knew anything about crypto and you just like see something like that as like Jesus Christ. I mean, if you're not into crypto, you're going to think that about anything. You see Vitalik Buterin, you're going to be like, what the hell's up with this dude with his face up some girl's ass at like a convention or something. Like but like, um, I'm just saying there's a lot of stuff. So the cult thing, what I mean by that is I'm just saying that some of those people might've been turned off by that or don't understand it at first, but I'm telling you now, like with crypto, you want that to exist. Yeah. to invest in some of these tokens and let those minions do the work for you. Anyway, go ahead. So what I was going to say, I don't know if you've ever noticed, like if you watch a, a sports show, a couple guys talking about sports, um, their room is usually decked out with their favorite team or helmets or jerseys or I, I see no different, right? Um, you got a Green Bay Packers fan who who their floor is green and yellow and uh, they got cheese heads all over the place and things like that. People are passionate about what they like um, and, and they talk about. So I kind of compare it to that and I don't see a whole lot of difference. Um, mm, I just, yeah. I, so, I mean, I, you're right. Crypto coffee, you know, he's got the shields on the wall. We have guys in hex that do just about everything. <laughs> you know, if you want memorabilia or, signs or lights or whatever the shields um 
there's merch sites out there with um, all kind of t-shirts and sweatshirts and tank tops and you know you name it and and i think for a community this young and this early to have all that stuff um i i think it took people by surprise i really do i i, I think people were caught off guard with it um and it does kind of put a i don't want to say scammy vibe out there um but I th- they just don't understand how passionate we are about it, I, I think, is is what the real cause of it is um, mm-hmm. and, and why they feel that way. You know, Richard himself has said, I use a lot of scam tactics when I was marketing um, because that's what catches people's attention. Um, so I, I do understand why people kind of were, were put off by it because of those tactics and uh, the marketing that was used in the beginning. Um but it worked. It got their attention, and they were talking about it. You know, not all not all press is good press. Even bad press can get eyes on it. Um, so y- even if you get a couple of those people that at least look into it and do their homework, you know, that's what we really have to focus on is the people to do their homework and look into see what it is, um, rather than just repeat an old narrative that they heard two years ago or an article. Right. Um, because I saw that the other day too, somebody reposted an article that was done in, you know, early 2020. Um, and all of that stuff has been disproven multiple times over. Um, but yet they're still regurgitating it. So, you know, like I said, I just, I compare it to an, a very avid sports fan, I think. And that's probably the best way to, 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 you know, to compare the two. I see that completely. Yeah, I think that's a great comparison. And, and to be frank, I will do if I walked into a grown man's house um, that had, you know, had it decked out with, you know, I'll just use the number one team that everybody uh, is always obsessed with. It perpetually sucks the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. If somebody had, you know, their mm-hmm. whole house decked out with that or any team, um, I'd be like, OK, this guy's a loser. You know, I mean, I just I, I I'm not as into doing that. That'd be like the first admittedly a judgment I would make. Um, and I do think when I see that stuff, regardless of anything it is, I think it's strange. I would never do it. I actually don't even like to wear clothes that have like any labeling on it or anything like that. Right. But I understand it. Like I, I and especially with like, you know, crypto, if you're in crypto, you're already a very small subset of humanity. You know, you're a very small subset of an investor type at this point so far. Then if you're into DeFi as a whole, you're in an even more specific subset of that. Like you're you're somebody who has made the effort to understand what crypto really is, how it really should be used and things like that. Then if you're into Hex, you're into like every principle there really is in terms of crypto, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I understand wanting to shill it. And not only that, um, it's badass marketing from Richard. Like, and I don't mean the outrage marketing. I mean, like, the design of the hex site, like no mm-hmm. site looks that good. And I'm not just saying that, like, I, right. I, you know, I'm not somebody who's like streaming about hex every day. I like hex and I have hex and stuff. So, you know, take that for what you will. Like, I think um, the way the pulse chain design, the pulse X design, the color choices, you know, they're obviously, uh, you know, hex is the Instagram color scheme and pulse chain is the uh, Facebook messenger uh, color scheme and then yeah. Pulse X is like Christmas colors or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, it reminds me of like a pizza shop and it ca- it catches <laughs> your eye and they, uh, they all go together and it's down to the font on the website. Everything looks beautiful. Like I don't think it can be denied. I think it's pretty much neutral. I think it's 
fantastic and it looks really good so yeah and and yeah i could see why people would want to wear stuff like that because it also looks pretty cool so yeah. well yeah. and for you you know what your channel's all about is the minimal minimalist you know mindset so you're not going to be one of those guys to go out and spend eight thousand dollars decking out your man cave you know what i mean right so yeah. that's why you feel that way however you know a lot of guys that have have made some serious money in it you know they're gonna splurge a little bit on that type of stuff so you know i think that has a lot to do with it as well you know just yeah. to just to throw that in there yeah everybody has a different well even you i mean you you aren't necessarily like um you know, like uh, your entire living area isn't totally decorated by hex stuff. No, not at all. I have but, probably you know, 20 or so t-shirts though, and a few sweatshirts yeah. and hats and some cool, some cool things. But yeah, I didn't deck anywhere out in my, in my house yet. Either way. I, yeah. I think that uh, all I'm saying is like, I can relate to in a vacuum, somebody being like a little bit creeped out or that, you know, isn't totally into crypto or new to crypto when they see stuff like that at first, like, whoa, what's this all about? So I, I'm not making excuses for these sure. people that are now coming to Hex, you know, later. I'm just saying that I see what could happen. And further to your point that you said earlier, you know, give it to the scarcity mindset. Like you don't want to alienate people like that. If they're starting to understand it, it, there's nothing wrong with having wanted to see a cycle of performance. And now, um, like you just said, going into a second cycle. So we just saw Hex survive a gnarly as hell bear market. Mm -hmm. We, um, you know, had like all the FUD in the world, specifically around Hex, basically in December, that whole week of Christmas, basically, <laughs> when you could have bought under two cents. Yeah. Um, you know, and we've done a 3X off of that. And again, to your point, you walk, yeah, I think if you get through another cycle and see another new, you know, well into an all-time high, yeah, that's going to do a lot for the credibility for some of these people that have doubted it in the past. So yeah. not only that, but the theme of 2022, what was it? Centralized exchanges failing everybody, centralized legacy finance entities trying to come into crypto and do things their way, screwing and stealing people over or, well, that didn't really make sense, but yeah. Um, so I think a product like Hex is absolutely going to get attention. So sure, I agree. Um, what do you think about the so the people we have on the thumbnail? Uh, Moon Carl ran from Crypto Banter, um, Bitboy, and Ivan on Tech. I know I know Ivan on Tech's been kind of friendly with Richard for a little while now, yeah. and and Bitboy to an extent. Bitboy too, though, yeah, they're friends. Yeah. They've gone to concert together, man. <laughs> like so, I mean, but you know, that said, but, he doesn't talk about Hex a lot. Well, um, he he doesn't. Um, he tweeted yesterday or the day before uh, that he was about to buy something that. Um, he didn't think he would buy again, I, I believe is how he said it. And I know he had Hex at one point um, and they sold all of it. I think they made like 60 grand off of 800 bucks or something like that. So mm. I was wondering if it was Hex. I, I don't know if it was. He, I don't know that he ever came out and said what it was. You know, he's the type of guy, though, that will buy something and then talk about it after he buys it. Um, you know, he likes to pump things up so, or pump things, you know, before he he dumps them again on the market. So, right. you know, yeah. I, I would like to see him, however, buy it and use the protocol like it's supposed to be um, and, and cool. staked. Yeah. So, you know, and, and another thing, I, I think once Hex hits that magical dollar mark, um, that's going to that's going to mean a lot as well. Uh, because there's a lot of people out there that said Hex can never get back to its all time high again. I, I think once that happens, 
and I think it'll do it rather quickly. Um, go right through it and and blast through a dollar. You know, I think we're going to see some sell off at those levels because there's, you know, just like I remember when when we were all talking about wouldn't it be cool for hex at a penny? Um, that was a long time ago, uh, but but when it got there, you know, we hit those levels um, and then busted right through them. You know, it got to two cents, dropped back to a penny. Uh, hit a lot of resistance there, but then it went on and, and never to see that penny maybe ever again, you know? Right. So I think that's going to be a very important level. Yeah. Brisology doll. It's going to be a very special moment. Um, and, and I think it's going to get a lot of eyes and attention on it to be like, wow, maybe this shit is for real. Like maybe we should really pay attention. So, yeah, I think that, well, actually I'll, I'll parlay that into another point I want to make. Um, what oh yeah 24-hour live stream when it happens yeah yeah we could definitely hook that up for sure yeah. um yeah so hey if you guys are here and enjoying the hex content please do hit the like we very much appreciate it on whatever channel you're watching thank you for stopping in with us and and i just wanted to ask you and you just made a good point there ewok um you know some of these bigger names bigger influencers big channels and stuff like that these guys kind of starting to openly talk about hex a little bit more appear with richard stuff like that what other opportunities do you think that could lead um, to for Hex? Um, we were just kind of talking about exchanges and things like that a little bit ago. I was even thinking, um, like we're talking about price points like the dollar and stuff. What about an opportunity if you, actually you shouldn't say opportunity, I guess it would be like uh, writing a wrong, but for some of these ranking sites to put Hex where it actually should go. I mean, what what, what is that gonna take? And if not that, Again, what do you think, what kind of opportunities could all of this lead to for Hex down the road? You know, the biggest one is coin market cap. We still are locked at 201, no matter what kind of market cap we do. Um, those, you know, the people need to understand, and I know a lot of guys that are in Hex understand this a lot, but um, the reason is Binance owns coin market cap. Um, they put stuff on the front page and in the rankings uh, that you can buy on Binance, trade, lose your money, get chopped up with fees. Um, and you can't do that with Hex. Like it's not listed on any major exchange. Um, the volume is 98% transparent, right? So you know when there's buys, you know when there's sells. You know, you look at Bitcoin's uh, transparency and they might be 30%, 40% transparent, uh, which means there's wash trading happening all the time that we don't know about. They're in the, in the back rooms trading back and forth for no fees uh, to push the price up or to push the price down. Um, and they can also hit a button and basically liquidate everybody. So, you know, as far as ranking sites go, Coin Paprika is the only one that I know of that ranks it 100% accurately. Now, the only thing that they don't do well is, I believe, the volume. Uh, their API does not pull in the volume very well from Uniswap. Um, it only shows the um, Bitmart data because that is the only centralized exchange, I, I think. So when you look at Coin Paprika and go to the, the volume, um, it, it's only a couple thousand dollars. So it doesn't look what maybe I, I think it was the other day. Um, 
you know, and then we have Nomics who, who there for a while, uh, we were in close with Clay, uh, the owner and founder of, of Nomics. And then I think he took a lot of pressure uh, from some bigger name people um, who made him, not made him, uh, I think coerced him into removing a large part of the supply um, because they said it was not circulating. So, you know, there's that. And then, you know, the hexagons were, were pretty fed up with it because, you know, Satoshi's coins aren't circulating, but yet you list those for Bitcoin. So, you know, when they do things to one token and not the rest and don't follow suit, you know, you can see that there's clear gatekeeping happening. Now, as far as opportunity, when will they do it? Um, as, as far as I know, there's still an existing lawsuit out there against CoinMarketCap for unfairly ranking us. Um, I haven't heard any progress. Uh, nobody really talks about it anymore. But um, as far as I know, it hasn't been settled yet. So we'll see uh, how that all plays out. But CZ is a pretty tough person to corner. Um, yeah. And we actually, I think, were one of the first people to serve papers via Twitter because he because nobody knew where he was um and to actually serve them with the the papers for the lawsuit so that was pretty neat yeah but but yeah i mean as far as ranking sites go you, you know we we always talk about the the whole vanity metric you know does it really matter coin does the market cap really matter um when when hex goes to a dollar we're going to have a 600 billion dollar market cap um essentially uh so we'll see where the other coins are but you know in theory depending on how quickly it happens it could overtake you know ethereum and that would cause a lot of stir as well oh it definitely would yeah and hopefully by that point ethereum would have overtaken bitcoin too um yeah. well then i would put hex number one i guess but um yeah would be very interesting indeed so um yeah a lot of a lot of exciting things going on with hex i'm interested to see as this year goes on and into the next bull market, how these other people kind of react to it. And we did touch on this earlier, Brissology, but yeah, go ahead and take that, Ewok. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, I had kind of mentioned that it, it's still correlated overall. Uh, but when you look at the moves that happen, um, I don't think it is. I, I really don't think it's correlated directly with anything, only because our liquidity um, isn't really tied to anything but USDC. You know, there may be 10 or 15% tied to um, tied to an Ethereum pair. And then there's a very small percent tied to Bitcoin, but it's not enough to, to move the price uh, when it moves at all. So I don't think it's correlated. I just think the overall market sentiment has a lot more to do with it than actual correlation. So I hope that answers Brisology and uh, just my opinion on the whole thing. Well, you know, an interesting thing about that, too, I guess, is also kind of defining like how specific of a correlation, you know, because I mean, like just anecdotally, and this sounds pretty dumb, I admit, but like, you know, when I look at the charts every single day, just at different points, I mean, there are many times when the main market is going in one direction, hex, hedron, like a lot of the ecosystem is either not really moving or like slightly in the other direction. It's very reminiscent of like, 
you know, if I would look at stocks and bonds or whatever back in the day, you know, it would it would just, which is kind of cool for a portfolio too, whenever that happens, because, you know, you can have hex be uh, the only thing that's pulling your portfolio down, depending upon the time of day or year <laughs> yeah. it is, uh, you know, or up. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if those time frames though are high enough to really mean a correlation difference though. You know, I mean, it, it I, correlation, I guess, much like, defining what kind of cycle you're in also just depends on time. You know, yeah. I mean, that's one of the main factors. So, well, I think um, also, you, you know, there is such an ecosystem built around hex. Um, so w- when I see correlation, I see, yes, hex, hedron, icosa, all those things are mm-hmm. correlated. Then you look at maxi and decimus and lucky and trio and all the, the, the maximus side of things. Um, you know, you're going to find, discounts and premiums on all of those if you're careful um because it all depends on who's selling and and doing what in the market uh but they all move extremely together so you know if there's any kind of correlation at all those are you know truly correlated but it's also because of their trading pairs themselves so yeah yeah check that out that uh briz just dropped in the chat too just kind of a correlation chart that he posted earlier i was just looking at so um good stuff uh i want to specifically with richard hart the man behind hex um tweeting about hex again uh tweeting out charts uh whenever it was hitting like seven cents the other day had a nice big green candle um he tweeted that out more thorough pulse chain updates he just had another one I keep losing track of time, but a few days ago, oh, I think it was like Saturday. I think it was actually on a weekend day. Yeah, it was like Saturday night, I think. It was. Um, yeah, so good vibes all around from the Hex ecosystem. But yeah, what do you think Richard's kind of thoughts and attitudes are right now? Um, what do you think about the, you know, going from kind of silence, not kind of silence, I mean, it was pretty silent there for a little while, to like suddenly giving out maybe just realizing that like a lot of people that are interested in hex and really looking for pulse chain, even though they don't maybe necessarily understand let's okay. Let's face it. They do not understand um, dev speak necessarily. Right. Just right. hearing that straight from the horse's mouth. I don't know if devs like to be called horses is, um, you know, something that they want to hear, you know, just to, just for the simple fact, it's like, okay, that shit sounds good. Uh, cool. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, do, do you think he's had that reconsideration? Because it, people seem to like it. I mean, yep. nobody's like, you know, I'm not seeing him getting subtweeted with like, this shit's never coming out, you're making this up. I mean, it seems like people are, I mean, you're going to have those people, but it seems like they're appreciative of these updates. Yeah. No, I, I think people I think people needed those. Um, and I think maybe he realized that when he got the reaction that he did the first couple times um, because there was a lot less fud about not ever coming out it just kind of went away when he started actually telling people where we were you know and then it takes alex or a couple smart people um to actually decipher it and say all right guys here's what it really means and this is where we're at um but but yeah no it's 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 very bullish and i think hopefully he realized that the you know the people were kind of hanging on waiting for him to say something and when he disappeared there for a while, they didn't really like it too well. So, yeah, um, you know, once it launches, I think if if he decides to disappear and take a break, um, then you know, so be it. Who who knows? It, it, I, I, I that could be all wrong too. They'd be like, well, "Where'd Richard go? Oh, we're dumping. He's gone. He left." You know, 
So there's always going to be those type of people. Um, but but yes, the, the updates are, are definitely needed. And you can tell by the by what he's saying is how close it's actually getting, I think. Um, I know yeah. they were working on that one bug, uh, the Aragon client uh, that was not syncing properly. They figured out that uh, there was a newer version that was released uh, that included that bug. So they rolled back to another version, and the last we heard, they were syncing that. Hopefully, they didn't run into any problems, and uh, you know, moving on as planned. I, I think that is where we are. Um, we know the V3 private testnet is running in the background, um, so mm -hmm. they're still banging on that. Hopefully, trying to find any problems with it. Uh, so we'll see how much of a a v3 that the public actually gets you know there's a lot of speculation on they just might go right to right to live and and screw the test net if i've thought you know, of that too yeah it's possible i it is but you know i think we've waited this long um why not give the the public a chance to play around with a, a little bit you, you know get used to where everything is um, how to maybe put some liquidity in, how to stake, how to um, just do the different things. You know, if you want to do some farming or uh, whatever that may look like, I, I just, I, I think it's a good test run for people so that when the real thing happens, uh, they don't click the wrong button and, and lose their stack. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Um, I want to acknowledge this other question from Pip because it actually was going to lead me in exactly to, to what I was going to talk about. So he said, I don't know if you saw the Furu and Johnny Chaos stream, but when Pulse Chain comes out and the pairs Hex Pulse, Hex Pulse X exists, do you believe that those pairs will pump Hex when price parity hits? So that I, I did see parts of that um, just split up. And yeah, Furu is always good for... Um, I, he has a lot of good heady conversations. Yeah, he's a smart dude. And yeah, Johnny Chaos, I think, broke a lot of it down really well. But yeah, I wanted to get into some Pulse launch stuff a little bit. I mean, that's something we could easily end up talking for a half hour about. But um, <laughs> go ahead if you want to, to answer his question first. Well, uh, so yeah, I mean, Johnny does it very well when he explains how the um, how, how merged or, or how the liquidity is going to be tied together. Um, everything will move in sync at the, depending on how much is entered, you know, but we don't know. We don't know when the liquidity will happen. Um, will it be a couple of days after the bridge? Will it be right before the bridge launches? Will it be um, a week or so down the road? Like we don't know when the, that kind of liquidity uh, will enter the markets. So it's really hard to say, what's going to happen those first couple days I, it, I honestly my advice is don't mess around with it <laughs> you're going to end up you know trying to act too quickly um and get or see what you think may be a good deal um and try and jump on it and fat finger a zero and lose your stack um i could totally see that happening uh to people who just either aren't good at math do it too quickly um, or, or just don't know what the hell they're doing. And I, I, I don't know. I, I can see horror stories already <laughs> that are, are going to come from this because of, of them trying to trade ratios. 
So, and the thing is, there there will be horror stories, and you may not know it's a horror story until a few months, years, yeah, whatever true. down the road. You know, you, that's the sad thing about it is like you may think you did the right thing and find out that you made a colossal error. Um, you know, potentially. Now you so, still may have gotten some good wealth out of it, but yeah, you could have sacrificed a lot more of it. So. Right now, I don't know if I answered the actual question. Um, we don't know how long it will take to even reach parody or if it will um i hope it does you know richard has commented before that he wants to see expensive hex on all chains so you know it could happen people could set up arbitrage bots to make it happen um yeah why not i i mean i think i i think it would be wise to do that um because i think people are uh, I think they're going to make the play of selling a lot on the Ethereum side when it launches as well, um, yeah. and entering all their all their financial energy over on Pulse because it's a lot cheaper to transact. Um, I think the whales though are going to have other things to say about that because they want expensive everywhere too. So setting up an arbitrage bot to keep things um, paired pretty well. Um, could take away the need for, you know, a liquidity uh, pairing. So I don't know. It's just there's so many unknowns of how it's going to work and how you know how tightly they'll be paired. Um, will the the Pulse and Pulse X pair have strong liquidity bonding them together? You know, because when they move together, obviously one goes up, the other it's going to bring the other one with it. Um, and, and then if they do, will it pull the price of hex too? Because there's so many pairs with all three of them. So I, I think they could all move very closely together, obviously at different rates. Uh, but as one goes up, the other one's probably going to go up with it. One goes down, it could pull the price down too. So, uh, and kind of further to your point about, you know, remembering that on that day, Pulse launch day, like doing nothing is a choice. You don't have <laughs> to do anything as tempted as you may be. And I want to shout out, not that he needs it from me, but what's quickly becoming my favorite, like person, uh, YouTube channel, everything in crypto. And that's your friend, Sami, um, S-O-M-M-I. He's a dude in a dusty room over on Australia, as he would tell you. Um, he has been talking a lot about like what will happen on, um, Pulse launch day and how not necessarily going in the direction that everybody is going will be a good idea. And I don't think it will be a good idea. You know, we have to remember that overwhelmingly more people sacrificed for Pulse X. That is because it was what about six months later in terms of time to sacrifice, more people were able to get in on it. I know that the average Pulse X sacrifice is about a thousand dollars. And there's going to be a lot of people because what they're already thinking is that, well, Pulse is what I really want to own. I would like my Pulse Hex or yeah, Pulse X bag, but I really want to get, uh, I don't have Pulse and I need to get Pulse. So people may do a big time Pulse X sell off. They could do a P Hex uh, sell off, you know, even quicklier to get into Pulse so they don't have to bridge over any e-hacks. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's kind of a wait and see approach, you know, depending upon what you did, uh, not financial advice, just, just what I'm thinking too. If you're seeing everything move in one direction or just tons of movement, again, like we're already saying, it's probably best to just sit on your hands then, you know, and just yep. keep what it is you have. And then for me, I would honestly be more comfortable. I'm just not going to feel comfortable selling anything. 
that <laughs> early on. I just, or ratio trading. I would just yeah. have other dry powder on the side. Another good reason to always have dry powder because we may not have tons and tons of lead time knowing for when Pulse is launched. Yeah. I don't think we really will. So have it ready. And if you want to buy some bags of Pulse over the first week, you know, I, I would say spread it out to the first month or two also maybe um, to do that instead of just potentially wrecking yourself by getting rid of another token that could be more valuable technically. Yeah. So, so that's also a play that people have been talking about as well. Um, because, you know, the big play originally was, all right, buy a bunch of hex because we know that'll hold value trade that. Well, people get attached to their hex and they don't want to part with that either. Mm -hmm. um, so the other play is to buy, I don't want to say a garbage token, uh, but something that you really don't care about. Um, maybe a Matic or maybe um, something that something that you know, I wouldn't do safe moon, um, but something that you know will be transferred over, copied over and, and continue some value um, and trade that coin for what you really, you know, want to get pulse X pulse, whatever it might be. Um, I, I think that could also be a play because then you're not really, harming any of the things that you like i mean if you don't like hex then fine trade it but um like i said once people see the the staking mechanism and realize that they're going to get copies of their liquid copies of their stakes um people kind of get attached to it so that's another play is if you, if you want to buy another token that you know will get copied over and will have some sort of community um buy that and trade that coin and you're not hurting the price of anything that you really like then. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. And if you, yeah. And if you want to be, have it in crypto and not in cash where you know you're losing money. Yeah. Buying yeah. something like a, a Matic actually is a good idea. I think like some kind of stable, um, very kind of WEF, you know, big money, um, you know, chain like that. There's just a big bloated chain, probably not Solana, but something that works, you know? Um, yeah. Like something like Matic that you're going to get, you know, a little bit of gains on steadily or just ETH. I mean, if you want to do that, you know, I think either of those would be fine. Well, ETH is going to be a bad ratio. I wouldn't do ETH because oh, you're going to get, you're going to get pulse. Um, good point. Yeah. And if you have one Ethereum and you get one pulse, um, that's a terrible deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially at, at launch. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't recommend ETH. Now, keep in mind, if you don't have any pulse, there's still going to be that um, um, faucet that the free pulse.io. Um, you'll be able to get one pulse an hour um, with the chance of earning a little bit more. But one pulse uh, to get started is going to be plenty to transact with. It's going to be like 0. 0.0000 one mm -hmm. to do a transaction um so one pulse will last you literally a week depending on how much uh stuff you do so don't feel like you have to get something um in pulse right away uh you, you may want to wait till it settles down and uh and go that route you're going to need something to transact with but you know don't be in a, a rush for that when you have that faucet that'll that'll give you free stuff yeah. Yeah. I think the moral of the story that we keep coming back to is just, if you're not sure what to do, don't do anything at all. I mean, yeah. like we, we have to remember to be, <laughs> look at this. Did you see that dude's name? Um, interesting. That's um, the other broke boy crypto. Yeah. That's the other broke boy crypto. So I don't know if I owe him any money or anything like that, but, uh, yeah, sorry about that, man. Um, 
although you could pronounce mine blah i mean b-o-i so Bois? you know you've got that yeah um but yeah, this is this is a really inter- interesting conversation. I just can't wait for it to actually get here to see all the chaos that does go on, um, you know. And it, it, you know, it's going to be hard. I mean, we can sit here all we want and strategize the right way and say, yeah, just don't do anything. But there's just going to be so much happening and so many things going on that people are going to want to be involved. You know, that's how day one of these crypto launches go. But I mean, you know, you said it, Ewok. I mean, what what at what point was the hex low? Like 33 days after launch. Yep. Yeah. Day 33 was the bottom. Yeah. So um, good to know. I mean, for Pulse, I mean, like, probably good. Just to, I, I would say, yeah, but a play is definitely still to buy Hex at the moment to get a copy of the Hex also. But yeah, yeah, just have some dry powder, put it in whatever you want to put it in. If you, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Most people are people who, I shouldn't even say most. Most people maybe didn't sacrifice for either and just want to buy Pulse and Pulse X. Most people that sacrificed sacked for Pulse X and want to strengthen their Pulse bags. I think it's really going to be massive amounts of people going after Pulse. That that's going to be what it mainly is. So yeah, um, yeah. So hey, good stuff, man. I really appreciate everybody tonight. Yeah, if you're enjoying the content, hit the like sub to either channel myself and Crypto Ewok. He's at Crypto Ewok five five. Five five five, five, so, five, five. That is right. So yeah. uh, we very much appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up. This has been a very good stream. We covered a lot of really good stuff tonight. Um, Ewok, any kind of parting gifts you want to leave everybody? No, I just want to kind of circle back, though, to the like, remember when new people come in, um, try to welcome them at least to the community. Uh, we don't want to push anybody away. Uh, we definitely don't want that reputation. So the work of a hundred good people can be ruined by two or three. Um, and it, it, it sucks to, to do all that work to onboard new people in, into, um, what we have going on, uh, mm-hmm. only to be, only to be turned away. That's just my, my parting thought. I totally agree with that. Yeah. I think people get wrapped up in personalities and stuff like that all the time. And, you know, if Hex is a good product, people will see it as, you know, we get further down the road and you're, it's kind of like the whole thing with crypto is like, people don't want, you know, government intervention and regulation and stuff like that, but it's kind of that double-edged sword catch 22, whatever you want to call it to adoption, which also helps, you know, the price go up too. So, um, yeah, so we really appreciate everybody watching tonight we will catch you again next week. That's going to be March the 1st, I believe. Uh, yes, March yep. 1st, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. If you are new here, we do this every single Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, standard time. I'm Broke Boy Crypto. You can find me right here on YouTube at that handle as well on Twitter. And Ewok, where can everybody find you? Yep, Crypto Ewok on Twitter, Crypto Ewok 5555 on YouTube. And we do stream to both channels. Um, appreciate the hop back and forth if you uh subscribe to one subscribe to the other give us you know give us some love we appreciate it very much appreciate it guys um makes a lot more fun with you guys here in the chat so for crypto ewok this has been broke boy crypto we'll catch you guys next week right here on the creed of crypto podcast